the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on Facebook Live, thanks a lot for tuning in there. At Anderson Speaks is my handle for Facebook and all my social media. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital, covering all of Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of uh, Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. So thanks for tuning in. And of course, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then open phone in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. That's tomorrow. And by the way, if you want to receive my inspirational text, every Friday morning I send you an inspirational text. All you have to do is text me the word inspire. That's it. Text the word inspire to this easy five-digit code, 50555. That's it. Okay? Inspire to 50555. Now today is Theological Thursday and what that means is uh, we're going to talk about a topic that uh, is from the scripture specifically, a little bit more religious, a little more doctrinal, but uh, specifically today uh, 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 the Queen of Soul has passed away, Aretha Franklin, and so I thought it'd be good today to talk about the theology of respect. The Theology of Respect. You know that song, right? Uh, Respect from Aretha Franklin. Take a listen. Yeah, 
There you go. Just a little bit of respect. The Queen of Soul herself. But what does the scripture have to say uh, about respect? And what are we supposed to do uh, when, you know, there may be somebody we don't quite respect, or somebodies we don't quite respect? What are we supposed to do? What do the scriptures say? Well, that's what I want to talk about today. And of course, if you want to call me to chime in on the conversation, feel free to call me at this number. Are you ready? 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. And here's my question for you. How do you define respect? What do you interpret as disrespect or disrespectful? You'd be amazed how many people see this differently. Something I say to you and you may think, man, that's disrespectful. But I'm not thinking I'm disrespecting you at all. Uh, in marriages and relationships and church and churches, what does it mean to respect in your opinion? And what? how do you interpret disrespect? I felt disrespected when they said that, and yet they didn't mean it disrespectfully. So tell me, how do you interpret disrespect and uh, how do you define respect? That's what we're talking about today. Let me open in a word of prayer, and then I want to take your phone calls at 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity you give us to have conversation around the scriptures and around topics uh, that are part of our world today. We pray that you would uh, cover this show. We commit it to you in the name of Jesus together. Everyone said amen and amen. Again, my phone number live here in studio. If you want to talk about what you interpret as disrespect or how you define respect, call me at 888 432 Seven four three four. Now, there are a few other ways to get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com, and get a bunch of information on me, my blog, my Twitter, as well as other things you might be able to find, like my advertisers and such. But you can also go to embracegracism.com and learn what it means to be a gracist, building bridges of uh, of God's grace to people regardless of and sometimes even because of their color, class, or culture. Give me a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. So, you know, there are several scriptures that talk about uh, respect, and in the New Testament I want to give you uh, just a handful of them. But one is right from Jesus' words from the greatest sermon ever preached by Jesus, the Sermon on the Mount. And he says in Matthew chapter 7, Verse 12, so in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. So out of all the commands, what sums up the law and the prophet? Well, Jesus says on the Sermon on the Mount, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Have you uh, have you heard that before? Did your mama teach you that? My mom taught me that. You're supposed to treat others the way you want to be treated. This is also known as the golden rule. We see this in other religions as well, but in our faith as Christians, followers of Jesus, from his very mouth, he says the golden rule, do to others as you'd have them do to you. That means you speak to others the way you'd want to be spoken to. Uh, if you don't want somebody to speak to you a certain way, then you're not supposed to speak to them that way. If you don't want people to treat you a certain way, then you're not supposed to treat them that way. So what is disrespectful is when I treat you differently than I want to be treated. 
So I expect you to treat me with kindness. I expect you to treat me with deference. I expect you to treat me with uh, respect, right? But I don't treat you with respect because maybe you're a waiter. I don't treat you uh, with kindness because maybe uh, you're the person drying off my car that I just drove through the car wash. I mean, what happens is we'll treat people not the way we want to be treated, but the way we look down our nose at them. That's not respectful. We'll talk to people in a way that, uh, we would never want anyone to talk to us. We'd never want them to talk down to us. We'd never want them to make us feel stupid. We'd never want them to call us a name. And yet that's exactly what we do to them. That's not respectful. And Jesus says, treat others the way you want to be treated. So give me a call. I'm going to run to my break. And as soon as I get back, I want to hear from you. How do you define personally yourself respect or how do you interpret disrespect? You may be interested to listen to some of my listeners because you might be thinking, wow, I would have never seen disrespect that way. So let's respect one another and listen. My number, 888-43-BRIDGE. smelly basement let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly textspiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And today, we're talking about respect you know, that's a big song that uh, Aretha Franklin sung, the Queen of Soul, uh, one of America's greatest singers. You know, she died from pancreatic cancer uh, today at her home in Detroit. She was 76 years old. By the way, she was born in Memphis, Tennessee, back in 19. 19- 
42. She began singing in the choir of her father's church, New Bethel Baptist Church in Detroit, and she had more than 100 singles in the Billboard charts, including 17 top 10 pop singles and 20 number one R&B hits. And of course, one of the ones that uh, most people know across many different cultures would be this one. Do you remember it? All I need is a little respect. Well, you know, the scripture says show respect to everyone. I've already given you one of about five or six I'll give you throughout the show today. But uh, the scripture says it too, not just Aretha Franklin, but of course, in honor of her. We had to throw that up there a little bit. A big shout out, by the way, to uh, Gene Spaulding Palomo. Uh, who's hitting me up from Woodbridge, Virginia on Facebook Live. And a good afternoon to you, Linda Genti Iskerzak and uh, Wahela Battle and uh, Donnell and Jocelyn Potts. A big shout out uh, to you and uh, Janice Fonseca. She's also logged in as well. All right. Well, if you want to give me a call, 888-432-7434. Here's the question. How do you define respect? Or what do you interpret as disrespect or disrespectful? Let's go to the phone lines now and find out what Mike is thinking. He's on the road in Maryland. Hey, Mike, David Anderson here. How you doing? Well, I'm sorry to hear that Aretha has passed. My wife will be really sad, and uh, she always turns up the radio when that song's on. <laughs> That's right. Well, God rest her soul. Amen. So what are you thinking about respect? It's a it's an interesting term because I think there are some I don't know I guess cultural differences. Mm-hmm. To me, respect is a it's a very high level thing. I guess I would rate respect. Maybe I would say admiration, mm-hmm. uh, honor, and then maybe just under like those very high level praise words, I might put respect. Uh-huh. It's a very in my mind, re- respect is a very high level thing. Yeah. So consequently, disrespect. That's not even a word I really use because, mm-hmm. you know, because respect is so high honored that, I mean, yeah. you know, is ignoring someone then disrespect? Mm. I don't even use that word. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt disrespected or somebody uh, was disrespectful to you? Do you know what that might feel like? No, I, I mean, you know, yeah, I've had people deal harshly with me. I've mm-hmm. had people uh, do things to annoy and bother me, but I would not use the word disrespect. Yeah, yeah. To me, respect is so high high a word. Right, right. So I, gotcha. I, I would find a different word. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey, thanks a lot, Mike. I appreciate it. Blessings yeah. to you. Well, there you have it. So disrespect or d- feeling disrespected. Mike doesn't even have a word for that. He would say someone dealt with me harshly. And guess what? Dealing with somebody harshly doesn't compute or doesn't mean being disrespectful. You can deal with someone harshly and not be disrespectful. So then what does it mean to actually be dissed, disrespectful, or feel disrespected? Everyone has a different uh, sort of definition of it. And so how did I know I made you feel disrespected when I would not feel disrespected? Right. So like Mike says, I don't even know what disrespect feels like. Right. So then he may not know when he's disrespecting somebody, possibly because he doesn't know that feeling. And somebody might 
say, well, I felt like you disrespected me. And he'd be like, what? What are you talking about? Well, what about you? What do you interpret as disrespect or disrespectful? All right. Uh, 888-432-7434. If you want to give me a call and jump in on the conversation, now's a good time. I have a couple of open lines. All right, let's go to Silver Spring, Maryland and talk to Lucy, who's on the line. Hi, Lucy. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hey. Hey. Okay. I'm sorry that um, we've lost Aretha Franklin. Amen. But, um, Heaven's gain. You know, you, yes. Well, <laughs> yes. I, I contrast her when you bring up the topic of respect. Mm-hmm. I contrast her life and, and the end of her life with someone else that I thought was a wonderful singer, uh, Whitley Houston. Okay, yeah. And, you know, they they both grew up in church, right? They did. But they took different paths. Totally different. I wonder different. if that had something to do, yeah, respect. Totally um, different, yeah. And I, I know that um, respect is something I, I lacked sorely in, in my marriage, mm. and that's probably why I don't you know, I'm no longer married. Hmm. But um, was it because I'm you thinking, you weren't respectful, or he wasn't respectful? Both of us in hmm. our own way. But hmm. um, I um, I attend twelve step meetings. Okay. And I'm learning about how ingrained that that learned disrespect came about. I I believe, you know, in my own life. Hmm. And I wondered what. What you could tell me about, um, you know, growing up in the atmosphere of disrespect, watching one's parents disrespect each other. Right. And, and like with the news these days, recently, about the, um, the, the, another Catholic Church scandal mm-hmm. and how men of God could so disrespect innocent trusting children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell me, tell me how, to, how do you reconcile that? Great questions. And so the idea of respect, I think, is something that must be taught. I don't think we naturally respect uh, things around us or have a sense of awe or honor of things or people around us unless we're taught to do that. I, I think uh, growing up and not seeing parents respect one another how are you as a child growing up in that environment going to know how to respect uh another child whose toy you just took from them you know or you threw a toy at them if the parents don't teach a sense of respect uh then you're not going to know it respecting authority people who are older than you or respecting elders people who are older than you who are not um, in authority over you, but because they're older, uh, we let them sit down uh, and we get up. Well, again, if you don't teach a child that, a child's going to take the first chair that they can find in the room. And, uh, you know, some of this is cultural. Uh, and then an older person who could be 65 years old is left standing. Why? Because somebody didn't teach that child uh, to to respect the older person by offering them a seat. Now, when you're talking about a scandal, that's more than disrespect. That's just sin with the one you're talking about, what just came out this week with the Catholic Church in Pennsylvania, uh, especially, uh, you know, sinning against these young boys. These are this is more than disrespect. That is sin based on uh, probably a whole bunch of cultural 
uh, religious issues that have pushed people into a closet of celibacy as men who've taken a vow, and yet there's this sort of open door of vulnerability for these young boys. It is a terrible, terrible, gross problem. And that's another topic, but with regard to your first part of your question, I think you're absolutely right. If you do not grow up in a home, all you see is disrespect. You may not even have a term for that. That may just be normal, right? And so then you get into a relationship and someone's screaming at you and you screaming at them. You just, well, that's normal. That's what I saw growing up. That's what we did growing up. We hit, we screamed, we hung up the phone on each other, we slammed doors on one another, we stomped up the steps. That was our normal and, and, until you run into somebody who's like, uh, yeah, no, you're not going to, <laughs> you know, no, you're not going to talk to me like that. Well, then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, now I'm learning something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And, and what about if I, I have yet to learn to respect myself? Yeah. And it's hard for me to respect even um, younger family members because I was I was so disrespected. Yeah. I mean, like, in, a, in kind of a deep way, you know, like with um, complicated males in the family that right. don't especially respect the young ladies. Right. You know, and, and I have like a sort of a, like a denial, like a blindness mm. to, to when that's happening. I don't know what to do. Yeah, so par- part of that is your issue of the way you see yourself, probably because of the way you've been treated. Um, and so I think that you probably are a very respectful person. I just get a sense that you respect, but you've been disrespected so much that it's uneven tables. You know, So I'm the one respecting, but I don't get that respect back. I think one of the things you might have to do, Lucy, is to demand respect. And part of the reason why you can't demand it is because you have a lower self-image that needs to be brought up. And if I had more time with you, I'd, I'd, I'd tell you how to bring up how to bring up that self-image a little bit. But let me ask you a couple questions. How old are you? I'm old. Um, I'm going to turn sixty pretty soon. Oh, that's a beautiful age, actually. All right, so you're actually you're you're not that old at all. Uh, you know, that's you, you're probably beautiful. Tell me what color your hair is. I want to know. I'm very, very plain looking, short, um, on the heavy side, old, gray haired woman. Okay. That's, that's what I look like. Okay. <laughs> so think about how you've described yourself on the radio. So none of us can see you, but you've described yourself on the radio as old, gray haired, uh, overweight, just a plain, short woman. Think of all of those yeah, words you used, right? Now, let me ask you a question. If I were, if you were to look in the mirror and I was to say, now turn that around and make it as positive as possible, how would you say it? Well, I'm, I, my countenance can show joy. Okay. Tell me what else is beautiful about you. Oh, um, probably behaviors, mm-hmm. some behaviors, some kindnesses. You mentioned, you know, respecting people when they get on the bus. Mm-hmm. I ride three buses to work, mm-hmm. you know, and I've ridden up to seven buses a day, mm-hmm. and and I see the disrespect, and I feel it. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm kind of like sensitive that way, but right. I, I definitely get up 
and let people sit down that are pregnant or have right. a broken leg. Right. So let me tell you what's interesting about again what you're saying. I can't psychoanalyze you. I know I'm not a I'm not a psychiatrist. I, I I'm just telling you. I'd love for you to sit down with uh, someone to just uh, sort of counsel about the self image that you have. Because when I asked you what was beautiful about you, of course you went right to the internal things, being a good person, having a good countenance of joy, uh, the way you treat people. All that is awesome. Because beauty is is from the inside out. But on the outside, I think when you look in the mirror, you don't you don't see that you uh, see something very negative. I would love for you to see how beautiful you are, regardless of your size, to see gray hair as a beautiful thing, especially all of Scripture talks about the splendor of gray hair, the splendor of aging. Uh, I bet you have some beautiful features, uh, whether it's your eyes or whatever it may be, your smile, you have a great laugh, you know, so there are things that are very positive about you. And the only reason I'm pushing it is because I believe that when you can start looking in that mirror and saying, yes, I am beautiful, not only in on the inside, but you know what, I'm exactly the way God has made me. I'm the exact age he's made me. I'm going to push into 60. I'm not going to run away from 60. I'm about to get off the fifth floor, get on the sixth floor, and my 60s are going to be better than my 40s because it's the new 40. I mean, when you start talking that thing, you're gonna. it's going to show from the inside out. What do you think about that, Lucy? Very possible. And I have become kind of uh, uh, progressive and and extreme left in my old years you know I've, I've become a radical politically well i want you to become a uh, radical so far as the way god has made you hey listen i've got to run i've got this break god bless you lucy it's good to spend time with you hey listen i'm coming back in just three minutes it's real talk with dr david anderson message and data rates may apply guys got hair loss I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts MORE to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text MORE to 85850. That's M-O-R-E to 85850. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got Gotta say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800 
855-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-600-3010. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-600-3010 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-600-3010 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-600-3010. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Come on, Aretha. I know y'all singing this all throughout the nation's capital. Honor to Aretha Franklin as she has transitioned into the next life. Uh, Heaven has just brought brought a singer home. I wonder what her voice sounds like now. Wow. Well, anyway, she's blessed many of us for so many years. She passed away today, if you hadn't heard uh, about it. And so uh, we give uh, give honor to her. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That's what we're talking about today, the theology of respect. How do you interpret disrespect or disrespectful? And how do you define respect? That's what we're talking about. If you want to join the conversation, my phone number is 888-432-7434. You know, at one of my church buildings, we had some leaks going on, and it was really good to be able to call Andrew Altman. He is the president and CEO of Best Buy Waterproofing. And whether you have a church building, whether you have an uh, apartment building, whether you have a single-family home or or uh, even a trailer, let me tell you something. If you have moldy ceilings, walls, floors, if you've got water not going in the right place, you know, you got to call the guy I called. We called him not only for our church buildings, called him for our house as well and he's taking care of us and he'll take care of you as well you need a sump pump or you just need somebody to get that water out or to stop it before it comes you better call him before the water rises his phone number is 844-980-3707 his number once again 844-980-3707 he's got a special offer for my listeners uh, especially in Northern Virginia. And so if you happen to be in Northern Virginia and you need somebody with regard to waterproofing, make sure you call Best Buy Waterproofing. You can find them at bestbuywaterproofing.com. My number here is just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. That's right, bridge over troubled waters. You got troubled waters, you call Andrew. But if you got you need a bridge, you call me, <laughs> Dr. David Anderson. Right here, I've got a couple of open lines as we're talking about the theology of respect. Let's go to Arlington, Virginia now and talk to Joe, who's on the line. Hey, Joe, it's Dr. Anderson. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking, sir? 
Hey, Joe, I'm having a hard time hearing you, bud. Are you on a headset? Um, Or maybe you're on a speaker. Give me a call back, and we'll take your phone call. Unfortunately, no one's going to be able to hear you, but I want to talk to you. So call me right back. Get a better line. I want to see what you have to say. If you want to talk to me, I definitely want to talk to you. My number is 888-432-7434. Let's roll on over to Landover, Maryland, and talk to James, who's on the line. Hey, James, Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hi, Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Yes, sir. Now, respect. What my mother told me a long time ago, she said, look, bro, sticks and stones may break my bones, Mm -hmm. but words will never harm me. Mm Mm-hmm. So basically what she's saying, I think, is uh, no one can actually disrespect you unless you allow them to get. You can say anything you want to say to me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and that's what, as, as you grow up, as you grow older, uh, I think that's a posture that adults need to take because, mm. give you an example real quick, Asian people have a tendency to be somewhat cold, cold in nature. They don't. They're not as 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 emotional, let's say, as American Africans are. So if uh, if you go into Asian store, perhaps the Asian person may just look at you and don't even smile and mm. so you say they disrespect me, but they're cultural. So disrespect could go to culture, your upbringing, and things like that. What part of the country you're from, and things like that. But okay. the whole thing is that we allow other people to disrespect us. How you interpret it. Well, a couple of things. First of all, I think you have a good point about uh, not letting yourself be offended by everything someone says or does that may not come off as warm as you would like. I I also think that uh, exposure to other cultures. So you mentioned Asians. Of course, there are many different kinds of Asians, Koreans and Chinese and Cambodians and so forth. And of course, all Asians may not be the way you're you're uh, describing, but probably in your limited experience, maybe that's what you have have seen. What's good is that you don't take their particular countenance as disrespect because they're they're not. You know what I'm saying? And just like you wouldn't want them to take the countenance, let's say, of an African-American, that may be one way and make all African-Americans that way, like they're all loud or they're all, you know, uh, overly expressive or upset or angry. So it's important not to have the broader stereotypes. But your point, I see, is uh, is a good one that we need to not allow ourselves to be too easily offended. That was the point you're trying to make, right, James? Absolutely. Yeah, good point. Hey, thank you so much. And by the way, uh, I'll let you go. Uh, blessings to you. By the way, let me just remind all of you, I know of an Asian woman who is warm and uh, beautiful, and she smiles, and she's expressive, and she's not cold. In fact, I love her. Guess who she is? She's my wife, and she's Asian. So there you have it. How about that? 888-432-7434. Let's go to Sandy in Silver Spring, Maryland. 
Hello, Sandy. Uh, you know what? We'll get you in just a second. Let me uh, open up a couple other lines in case you want them. I'm going to run to my break, and as soon as I get back, Sandy from Silver Spring, I'm coming to you. Joe from Arlington, give me a call back, and maybe I can catch you as well. 888-432-7434. Hey, my Asian folk, we love you. You know we do. Holla at you in a minute. Like new sunglasses, like a brand new pair of jeans. I feel like taking chances. I feel a lot like 17. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. They are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they Mm -hmm. came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Check out my Facebook Live page. Andrew Altman Sr. is there, uh, as well as Lori Strath, the Weatherly. Hello, Miss Lori. And also uh, Maria Ward-Weaver. She says, sometimes people think that they are just giving you a compliment, and what they are saying is really rude and disrespectful. But they are just clueless. Linda Genti Iskerzak says, respect 
acting as though you value someone for themselves, their existence, their thoughts, and their feelings. Nice. Uh, Jean Spalding Palomo says this, I struggle with those who demand, she puts that in quotes, respect, yet don't respect others. I see that as narcissistic, uh, but I may be wrong there. Uh, Well, you know what? Yeah, I demand respect from you, but I'm not going to give you respect. Yeah, that could be uh, narcissistic. You're right. And uh, blessings to you, too, uh, Andrew Carey. And so if you want to give me a call, all you got to do is call 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go over to Calvert. No, let's go to Silver Spring, Maryland and talk to Sandy. Then we'll go to Calvert County, Maryland. Sandy, I got you on the line. How you doing? Hi, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me today. You're welcome. So I didn't hear every single thing that all the callers said, Mm -hmm. but the thing that struck me was that, for me, respect is being heard. You don't have to agree with me, but I like to be heard, and I also want to hear what other people have to say, and I Mm. think the bottom line is that most people just want to be heard, Mm. whether or not that's on a conscious thing or subconscious, but I work with uh, one person in particular who cuts off my sentences constantly, (laughs) and I have had a chat with him about, you know, just let me finish a sentence, and Mm. he does not want to give me the time to do that. Mm. Um, I think it's his issue. Right. Because I cannot, I command whatever that means, respect, but right. I cannot make somebody right. honor me or respect me or whatever. So I leave that at, up to him, but it does make for a very tough working relationship right. because he won't listen to what the customer wants. Right. I listen to what the customer wants because it's their wish for how they want the work done. And to me, I find people interesting. I want to hear what they have to say anyway. Right. But for me, the bottom line is uh, allow everybody to have their space and time. You honor them and you respect. Well, I think that's a very practical word right there. Uh, Respect to me means being heard. I think that uh, when people feel listened to, that's one of the ways we can practice love and respect. And so I'm glad you brought that to the table. Thanks a lot. Okay, Sandy. One other thing, if you don't mind, sure, go for it. If you have an angry situation, Mm -hmm. it can be diffused easily by hearing the position of each of the parties. And I do a lot of mitigation and you Mm. can diffuse a situation just by letting somebody speak their mind. Yeah, we call that uh, venting a little bit, right? Give them give them a little bit of space to vent, right? Yeah, sure. Mm. Why not? It It really deflates. Yeah, a lot of things. That's a good Put point. Perspective. Thanks a lot, Sandy. Blessings to you from Silver Spring. Getting a little wisdom here as well. You know what First uh, Peter 2.17 says is show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers, fear God, and honor the king or the emperor. So there is some respect that goes with position. He's the king. He's the emperor. He's the leader. She's the leader. Uh, whoever's in a position of authority, honor them and respect them now what it doesn't doesn't say is if the emperor the king the leader uh is not respectful to you then you can talk about them no uh you know that you can disrespect them no it says show proper respect to everyone no qualifications there wow you see this christian thing i mean you got to get make a decision am i going to be a true christian or am i just going to be a political christian 
you know, or a religious Christian, you know. But if I'm going to be a true Christian, then I'm going to take these words and say, you know what, with the fruit of the Spirit, God never gives me freedom to just haul off and just call people names and say whatever I want to say because I don't agree with somebody because of their politics or because of their uh, personality. I have to show respect to everyone. All right, let's go to Calvert County and talk to Joseph, who's on the line. Hey, Joseph, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. Sure. Uh, I wanted to share something uh, somebody told me one time. Okay. Uh, about the origin of the word respect. Tell us. Um, the spect part comes from seeing, mm-hmm. like spectacle. spectacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so respect is to see again. or mm. um, And uh, I take that, you know, to mean not making assumptions or, or you know, if you see a person somewhere uh, and then you make an assumption about your them in your head mm-hmm. um to show that stranger respect is, is to reevaluate those automatic assumptions mm, um that good. we make i like say that. that person might not be uh how i imagine them to be uh-huh. um and to give them a benefit of the doubt and to you know give everyone a chance uh and show love to everyone i yeah. like it i like it a lot it's like giving a second look huh Right. Hey, I like it. Thanks a lot, Joseph. I appreciate that all the way from Calvert County, Maryland. Lord bless you down there, okay? Thanks a bunch. You wanted to share that with everyone. I love it. Thank you for doing that. Respect, seeing again, giving somebody a second look, not making an assumption about them without uh, looking a little bit deeper at who they really are, what they're really trying to say, even if they're uh, fumbling their words and maybe didn't say it right the, the first time, maybe give them a second opportunity. I like it. 888-432-7434. Uh, that's 888-43-BRIDGE. Only got about five or ten more minutes with you, so if you want to jump in, now's the time uh, to use that phone line while you can. All right, let me go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Kay, who's on the line. Hi, Kay, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you? God bless you, Dr. Anderson. I'm fine, thank you. Well, bless you back. Thanks for saying that. So what are you thinking today? Well, I grew up in a household and largely a family full of women and didn't quite know how to respect or honor my husband once Mm. I got married. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I found helpful was um, the five love languages. Mm -hmm. And in that, I learned my husband's love language And I found that regardless of whether my love tank was being filled or not, I had to spend quality time with him. (laughs) Right. And that meant undivided attention. Right. Which meant, you know, where the Bible was telling me to honor my husband, I had to respect him, honor him, give him the things that made him feel important and loved, and kind of set myself aside, which is not easy to do sometimes. Wow. Wow. that's what respect meant. To, that's what I'm yeah. learning respect means well, uh, for my husband. Well, you know what? You personalized it and said, look, here, I got a man that I'm living with, and I got to learn how to love him in a way that he receives it, not in a way that I, A, didn't receive it or learned it when I was younger. I love that because it ties into then Philippians 2, 3. I've already given Matthew 7, 12 and 1 Peter 2, 17. Uh, But K in Philippians 2, 3, I think this is what you're talking about. This is what it says. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. You began to value what your husband needed, and then you met that need. 
Uh, sounds like a pretty good wife to me, Kay. <laughs> I'm going. There you go. Hey, well, Lord bless you and keep up the good work, okay? Thank you. God bless you, too. Take care. You've been listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm going to run to one more commercial break, and then when I get back, we're going to tie all this together. If you want to try to get in real quickly, now would be the time. Coming right back. Ready to do something remarkable with your life? Attend Lancaster Bible College Capital Seminary and Graduate School's Open House on October 12th and learn why our biblically-based relational style of learning is so appealing. During the LBC Capital Open House, meet our professors, see our state-of-the-art classrooms, and learn what distinguishes our accelerated undergraduate, graduate, and seminary programs. On October 12th, do something remarkable. Details on the open house at lbc.edu dc. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts MORE to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text MORE to 85850. That's M-O-R-E to 85850. Were you promised your home would sell, it didn't, and your agent disappeared? You are not alone. 42% of houses currently on the market will not sell. I'm Christy Moore, founder of Local Expert Realty. We just helped seven home sellers in the Metro D.C. area sell their house, even when it didn't sell the first time. Call now at 866-404-5858. I will sell your house in 58 days, or I'll buy it. Call now at 866-404-5858. 5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. We've helped over 100 listeners sell their house for top dollar. Listen to what they have to say. We had a property that we had rented it out. We were selling our property in the wintertime. Uh, we actually sold our house five days after um, it went on the market. It was approximately $5,000 um, over the asking price. If we ever sold the house that we're in now, mm-hmm. the first person we would call yeah. would be Christy Moore. Uh-huh. If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. CBS Tonight. Get ready for some remarkably funny women. Awesome! Allison Janney and Anna Ferris have got each other's back in the season premiere of Mom. Why couldn't you just tell me no? I was trying to be supportive. It'll never happen again. Then Emmy winner Patricia Keaton returns to CBS. I'm so excited! In a new comedy about starting over. You're that intern. Yes, I'm the old intern. The series premiere of Carol's second act after the season premiere of Mom, CBS Tonight.
Aretha Franklin, we're honoring you today. Queen of Soul passed away, passed on to the next life, and we, uh, we're thankful. We've even done the topic today of the theology of respect because that's one of the key songs I know of her. I'm sure there are many, but that one just sticks out, doesn't it? So there you have it. Hey, before we end the show, let me uh, go one more phone call. In Bethesda, Maryland, I've got Aridia on the line. Hi, Aridia. David Anderson here. How are you? Hi, Dr. Austin. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. What's your comment or question quickly, please? Okay, I am. I was raised in the Dominican Republic, and respect is something that you learn from a small child. Mm-hmm. Respect everybody. Yeah. And especially the elderly. Right. Yeah. They don't know this new generation. They don't know respect how to respect others. You have to teach at a young age, don't you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, yes. by the time That's somebody right. is 18, if you didn't teach them when they were 18 months, uh, you know, then they, they're not going to get it. You yes. have to almost it's, retrain it's, them. It's too late. It's, but the 18 is too late. My mom used to say it, it takes two people to make a baby, but it takes a whole baby to raise it. Oh, that's good. Your mama had some good sayings, didn't she? Right. Mm. If, 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 when, I, when I was growing up, if I was behaving and I see some orderly lady coming to me, mm-hmm. I'd be like an angel because I knew they would grab me <laughs> and let me have it. That's right. You know? it, it wasn't just but your that, parents. That, it was the other adults in your life, right? Everybody, mm-hmm. yes. You respect every, the whole village, everybody. That's right. That's right. Uh, hey, well, thanks for sharing your... So thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome, Aridia, from the Dominican Republic. How about that? You know, we got to help raise one another and, uh, you know, show. When you're in a community of different generations, it's helpful to teach one another. And when you're in a multicultural uh, community like we are at Bridgeway Community Church, where I'm the senior pastor in Columbia, Maryland, and in Owens Mills, Maryland, you know what? It's not just the multi-generational thing, but it's the multicultural thing. Because maybe Hispanic uh, folk like Aridia may see respect differently than, let's say, my Caucasian brothers and sisters or my uh, black brothers and sisters or my Asian brothers and sisters or the Indian uh, population. Everybody has sort of a different view of what that means. And so when those cultures come together, we can learn from one another. Uh, what it means to to respect. So I hope you've enjoyed the show. Actually, I hope you've enjoyed the topic, and I uh, you know hope that this was a kind of a cool way of honoring uh, Aretha Franklin while also honoring uh, the scriptures. I said again in Matthew uh, seven twelve, Jesus says, "Do to others as you'd have them do to you." And in Philippians two three, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility valuing others above yourselves in the third verse i gave you first peter two seventeen, show proper respect to everyone i sure hope you are respectful and i hope you are respected let's pray lord jesus we thank you uh that you uh, show more than respect you show great love uh, for us and that while we were yet sinners christ died for us we uh lift you up we respect you and we thank you for our lives In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
dry skin. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.